Welcome to my first episode. My name's Lauren Laboda, and my husband Mark and I have seven kids, number eight on the way. Uh, we live in Ohio, and I've been a stay-at-home mom uh, since we had our first child. Our oldest is 12, and she was our only for three years. Uh, after she turned three, our son was born, um, and we had a three-year-old and a newborn baby boy. And then an older boy we had met when volunteering in an orphanage in Central America, uh, who we had tried to adopt um, since we met, um, working on paperwork from the beginning of our marriage. Um, The adoption finally went through and he came home to live with us. Uh, The Honduran government called us, so it was time to pick him up when the baby boy uh, was only a few months old. So all of a sudden we had three kids. And then uh, about, well, less than a year later, we thought, hey, you know, all of a sudden we have three. One to three was a big jump, but uh, I don't know. What's the difference now? Um, we're already past the family of four size and all those packages that come and things that happen in public that are easy for a family of four. And there's already more than one uh, for each of us to take care of. Uh, it's hard when you're uh, one parent out on your own. You know, you need more than two hands for three kids. So why not have one more? And surprisingly, we got pregnant with twins. We had identical twin girls uh, just 19 months after our son was born. And so they came a little early um, and were in the NICU uh, premature uh, for just 10 days and then came home to live with us. A few years later, we had another boy. And a couple years after that, we had another girl. So total, um, our oldest, who we adopted at age 11, is now 19 and out of the house living on his own. Uh, our next oldest is at home. And at home, we have a 12-year-old daughter. Our son is now nine. The twins are going to be eight here in a few weeks. Um, Our next is our son, who's four. And then our daughter is the youngest. She's two now. And I am expecting a little boy. So this boy is going to be born this month. And we will have four boys and four girls total. Um, Hopefully everyone could follow that. I normally um, have a hard time getting that all out, remembering it and regurgitating it to people. So hopefully you followed me. Uh, And that's our big family. Um, And on this first episode, the topic that I would like to address is the comment that I get uh, a lot uh, from friends, strangers, uh, acquaintances is, I could never do that. Or how do you do that question? Um, And it's so funny too, because it comes from such a myriad of people. It comes from doctors and lawyers and marathon runners and people that do things I do not do. Um, And I think I could never do. And so I always laugh. Um, I remember one time I was talking to a guy who works in the tech industry and he lives out in Silicon Valley and I don't remember 
what he does. And honestly, I don't think I understood what he did and I could probably not repeat it. Um, it took me forever to figure out how to start a podcast and I don't even know if this is going to work. Not really techie. Um, he was just so impressed with me and, and, and it was funny. And I guess it's supposed to be flattering. I don't know what the intention is. There is one. Um, but it is kind of funny because gosh, since the beginning of time, people have had big families, right? Um, still to this day in 2021, people all over the world have large families and there's cultures and religions and philosophies about big families, people who think they're great and strive for them even here in the U S and in, you know, Western part of the world. But of course we all know in other areas in other continents, other countries, um, a big family is still the norm. So not only is it still happening, but definitely in the past, we could say for the majority of the human race, people had big families or at least wanted big families or saw them as a blessing, um, something positive. And so being impressed by it or confused or weirded out or, you know, making awkward public comments was just not a thing. And so that really led me to want to share a little bit about my story. I thought about writing a book, um, and I might still do that, but I'm just one that loves to talk, um, to, uh, almost to a fault, no, to a fault. So I talk a lot and I thought a podcast would be easier to see what people think and, uh, just maybe do a chapter per episode. So my first chapter, if I were to write this book would be, uh, I can never do that in a response to that. So I think it's like anything else. Like I said earlier, uh, we have things that we think would be hard or that we could never do. Maybe it's because we don't want to do, or maybe because truly we don't have that skill set. But I would argue that raising kids is a little different. Um, I I do believe people were made uh, to reproduce. I mean, I think that's just a scientific fact, but it could be a belief. Um, not everyone has to, of course, not everyone always can. Um, there is adoption for people who can't physically get pregnant, but of course not everybody thinks that will be for them or not everyone that doesn't work for everyone. Um, however, we all know that the human race lives on through reproduction. So I would argue that it's, it's not a specific skill set. Um, obviously you can't go to college for it. You don't train for it. Um, maybe we should do a little more of that, but, um, as much as there is to learn about parenting, I think a lot of it's just innate. Now, the whole idea of, I could never do that. I think what people are referring to when they see me, you know, at the grocery store or with my kids on the playground, um, taking them to the library, uh, walking down the street, uh, even neighbors as they see I'm pregnant again, or family members see me at holidays and see, you know, here comes another baby. Um, or I make the announcement I'm pregnant again, uh, to a friend, you know, people, I think what they're referring to is the size is that, okay, I had one, like, so that's not the issue. Or I had two, or maybe I had three. Um, there's quite a lot of people where I live that have three kids. And I know that, um, globally that trend is, 
is is declining that you know one is the norm or maybe it's like one and a half whatever that means 1.2 something in the united states and and maybe europe parts of europe but um so three is considered big um and i you know i have friends who have four kids who you know so they're odd and people make comments but it's not like me you know i've doubled that so that's almost double that um that's just crazy right and just stands out. And it's true. I, I get it. Um, no judgment and, um, no condemnation, no negative feelings. I mean, if someone says something rude or mean and my child's there hearing it, you know, of course I, I, I get upset and sometimes, um, I'm sad or sometimes I'm angry or sometimes I'll make a rude comment back, but usually it's just a comment of, Oh, you're different. And so, you know, when it's that, which it mostly is, I don't judge. Um, I don't get upset because honestly, even though it's my life and I live it every day and it's normal, you know, whatever you do every day and your life is normal to you, right? I, it just, it's not weird if you're doing it all day long, 24 seven for years. But when I'm out and about, uh, let's say maybe a bigger, um, a a bigger place, like a, a, an attraction, uh, amusement park, a zoo, somewhere where, you know, I don't know the people. Uh, it's, uh, likely that I'm going to see more different kinds of people, diversity, larger group, larger group of people. Um, I'll see, a um, you know, up where we live, there's, um, some Orthodox Jewish communities or just more, uh, population of Jewish families. And I'll see, a large family and I'll just stare and think, Oh my gosh, there are so many kids. Um, because I don't look at myself, you know, I don't see myself. I don't, when I walk around, I don't know how we look. I'm not even really thinking of it half the time, you know, just like any other parent I'm thinking about, you know, who has to go to the bathroom? Do I have to go to the bathroom? Is so-and-so here? Did they get lost? Uh, you know, are they listening? You know, telling them to be quiet, not to fight, finding snacks. So I, you know, I don't sit there and look at the number and I'm just used to my kids. So when I look at it from, to someone else, um, um, as an outsider, it, it is, it looks different. And I think, oh, wow. Um, and I, because I said earlier, I love to talk. I'm not surprised that people just blurt things out because, you know, I do that too. So no judgment on if you've done that, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think big families mind too much. It's kind of par for the course at this point in, in, in our day and age. But going back to the whole point of what I want to say to in response is I don't think um, people really mean it. Um, you know, and we say a lot of things we don't really mean. You know, uh, we focus on something and it, and, uh, they say that our thoughts repeat themselves, that most of our thoughts, um, are the same thoughts we had yesterday and the day before. And we kind of get on, uh, a roll with our thoughts and teach ourselves to continually think the same thing. And sometimes I think we just say things and we don't question it. And, um, without being too analytical or, you know, pulling apart someone's comment too much, I do think that it is good to challenge that thought. It is good to question them. And of course, you know, in public, I'm not going to have a conversation. And even with a friend or a family member, you know, they're not asking me a question. They're just saying their comment like, oh, wow, or that's a lot of work or, 
you're better than me or I could never do that because, you know, I X, Y, Z, I have heard it all. Um, which, you know, might be true. Uh, maybe physically they can't or financially they can't or emotionally they can't, psychologically they can't. But I've heard so many things. It's, it's just interesting. Um, I have to wonder, like, can really like, no, like everyone that says that cannot do it. Um, I'm sure some, and I'm not one to decide. I really don't care. I, I, I've never looked at a family and thought, oh, they only have three kids. <laughs> uh, that's the funniest thing ever. Or they only have one kid. Um, I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I like trying to make sure mine are alive and not running into the street or running away from me or beating each other up. And, um, I mean, if anything, I might think, oh, I wonder what it's like. Um, but you know, I've had that experience. I had an only child for three years and then I had just two. Well, it was only for a little bit, but you know, our oldest, uh, being adopted, it, it was still not huge family. It was three kids for a few years. Um, so I don't know. I just don't, I don't give much thought to other people's family size. But since so many people coming on mine, I thought, well, maybe I could find a forum to elaborate, respond, comment back, uh, have a conversation, at least a one-way conversation, where I can give my side. So I really think that, like I said, it's good to challenge our thoughts, and it's good to challenge that thought, because uh, when I do have a chance to have a conversation with someone about that comment. You know, if we're at a dinner, let's say, and, and if we're out to eat, which is usually better because it tends to be just adults or at least, you know, one baby and you can kind of hold a conversation as opposed to a kid event where you're out to dinner and you, you talk for two sentences and then you get interrupted. So for, you know, one time I, I have a, I have a story, I guess I could share. We are to dinner with another couple I brought up that point and the, this couple is just so amazing. Their, um, personalities are so lovely. Their, uh, their friendliness and they're just so fun. They had two little kids. So they're obviously doing, um, a toddler and a baby, which is like the hardest. And even if you just have one, I think newborns hard, toddlers are hard. Um, I, my 12-year-old is almost 13, so I can't really speak too much about teenagers right now, but I know they're hard. <laughs> um, I mean, it's all hard, but little ones is really tough. And so when I hear that comment from little ones, um, people who have little ones, I I right away want to respond because having one baby is hard. Um, and then we all know there's challenges that can come in infancy with medical issues and colic and not knowing what you're doing the first time around and sleep deprivation and just all that a baby needs and then the terrible twos and all that a toddler needs and they just really need you and um I think what people think when they see me is I can't do that eight times but the thing is is I never did that eight times I did that once and then um my three-year-old wasn't, you know, really able to do much, but by the time I had my second one, you know, the learning curve is done and, um, the hard stuff, all the, all the unknowns, all the things that make us 
have mom guilt or nerves or uh, self-doubt or uh, worry are, are kind of gone because they've dissipated with that first baby. Like, oh, well, like, you know, she she survived. Um, she she ate. She slept. I, I, I got her to age three. So, like, we did this again. Um, and, you know, as much as she could do quote-unquote anything to help me is she was still another body she could grab a diaper she could um tell me what he was doing she spoke well enough and thanks to her mom's influence spoke a lot so she could tell me where he was or if he was awake and it was hard but I would say uh twins are a lot if you've had multiples you know uh you need help and we definitely took in a help from family and friends, our community, uh, our church got really involved with the volunteer schedule, meals, babysitting, uh, holding babies. People did so much for us. Like, I mean, I, 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 I would have to do another podcast on that. Maybe I will just on the twins, but, um, uh, the twins are a whole different ballgame on so many levels, even now as almost eight year olds. But, um, without going off on a tangent about the twins, you know, my daughter was five by then. So a five-year-old can do a lot. And, and, you know, we, we don't think about that, especially if, I mean, you know, if you've had your kids close together and you've had two or three, you maybe haven't seen a five-year-old do anything for the baby, or maybe you don't want a five-year-old to do a lot for the baby or don't expect it. Um, but you know, my sister who uh, works full time and whose kids were in daycare and at school, full-time until just recently for the past 10 years she she is now staying at home and homeschooling um, because of COVID but she's a working mom um, you know did the daycare thing the private school thing worked long hours commuted Um, you know even she said wow it wasn't until my kids went to school and I went and observed them that I realized they can do a lot like I'm you know, making their plate and cleaning up their plate and hanging up their coat and putting away their shoes. And, you know, in kindergarten, they do everything. They do everything because the teacher's like, I have 20 kids or I have 30 kids or I don't know. I, even if I, it's a small kindergarten class, too bad. This is kindergarten. This is what you're going to do. And then they rise to the occasion. So, of course, you know, my five-year-old can't do much. Uh, and I, she would only do things that were age appropriate. But even without being asked, it's like, oh, the baby's crying or, oh, where's the bottle or, you know, and I think, depending on the child, they think it's fun. So, you know, the fact that there were two babies was almost like, okay, who's helping me today? You know, my husband was at work or my husband was busy. It was like someone else. Someone else has to. Um, we also had our older son who was adopted and having lived in his 10 years in an orphanage. He was fine with babies. So, you know, it worked out for us in that sense. And everyone has a different dynamic, um, different help from babysitters, nannies, grandparents, and I know that everyone works it out differently, um, daycare and whatnot, but I just think that we go to the worst case scenario sometimes and we see eight kids and we just think eight infants and doing it all alone and, um, and then the, also the hard thing when you only have one or two sometimes is that you have to entertain them because, you know, there's no one else there. And if, um, they want someone to play with, 
it, it, it sometimes falls on you and that's exhausting. Uh, my twins, if you've had multiples, you know, they played with each other. And I don't know how many times as they got older, I would try to play with them and they would just say, can you stop? We just don't play with each other, <laughs> which was so odd because my daughter and son as little ones wanted me to play with them. And, um, and then the little, the, the son and daughter I had after them, you know, the, since they're singletons, they are happy if I asked to play with them. But now I'm like over that because I kind of was spoiled with the twins always playing with each other. I was like, Oh, I, how do I play? I don't know. What am I supposed to play with you? But thankfully now my oldest is essentially the age of, you know, people that I would hire to babysit and pay good money, 12, almost 13. I mean, maybe she can't drive them yet or, uh, do the infancy stage or maybe the harder things in, in, in child rearing, but playing with a four-year-old or two-year-old is so easy for her. She doesn't even, you know, bat an eye to do anything with them. Um, yeah. So moving forward when our four-year-old son was born four years ago, uh, the twins were almost four. So again, then I had two more and then my two-year-old was born. Um, the twins were almost six. So again, I had, um, my six-year-old and I had an 11-year-old, um, the twin six-year-old, so two six-year-olds, 11-year-old. Um, and now that I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to have an infant here soon, but now that I, my youngest is two, uh, and yet she's still in diapers and, you know, only says so much, but we're, we're all in this point right now, at least for these next few weeks, <laughs> where everyone just kind of plays like there is no baby that needs to eat every couple hours and there is no crying and there is no one keeping me well that's not true there are people keeping me up at night but that's another story for another episode uh kids (laughs) they're my kids (laughs) no my husband my husband doesn't keep me up at night um when I say there are people that was kind of elusive no my kid there (laughs) I still get woken up at night but I don't know. I'm sure that you all have great tips. And if you listen to a parenting podcast, someone who's going to give you advice on what to do, they could tell you how to have your kids sleep better than mine. But I'm not here to advise. And I really don't even want to. Like, I I mean, I would if someone asked me some specific advice, but I don't feel the need to give anyone advice. Like, I don't feel the need to tell anyone to have more kids. Um... And that's another funny thing too, but that should probably be for another episode. Sometimes people come up to me and start confessing why they can't have more kids or don't want more kids or do want more kids, but the spouse does it. And I'm just like, whoa, who are you? Wait, what? Like, I'm just trying to buy strawberries at the store for the, you know, the snack at school. Or, um, you know, someone calls me and says that, you know, they would like more, but they're not sure. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, So I somehow deleted the ending to this first episode, which I said I was in Tucky. So there you go. Proof in the pudding. Um, and now I don't remember what I said because I have baby brain. And um, I'd like to think it was an eloquent and amazing ending that just was riveting. But hey, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. So all I wanted to say is totally get people who choose a different family size than me, just like I choose a different family size than, than others. Um, I'm speaking more just to people who want more kids or, um, just challenging a thought that it's not possible. And so, yeah, so just 
if you thought I could never do that, um, just know so has probably everyone who has a lot of kids and, um, you actually could do it. So there's that thought. Take it for what it's worth without any judgment. And yeah, hope that that was, I don't know, interesting, funny, something different for you to hear. All right. Thanks so much. And hope you'd like to hear the next episode. I have a couple more for you ready to go. Thank you.